You are what you say. Your beliefs become your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. Said by Mahatmas Gandhi. Lots of people like to quote Gandhi. Why not? He was a great man who, by his actions and integrity, changed the course of an entire country. Who wouldn't want to listen to what he has to say? That's the problem. People read this quote and tell themselves how sensible it sounds, and then do nothing about it. Let's take another look at the message of that quote. Change your thoughts and change the world? Easy enough to say, right? It sounds simple enough. But how do you change your thoughts? Do you simply tell your brain, stop thinking that and think this instead? In the simplest sense, the answer to that question is yes. But most people don't get beyond paying lip service to that thought. Because change is hard. Some people would say it's impossible. That's because the fuzzy stuff on our brain makes it hard for us to change. We keep managing to find reasons not to start or to give up before we begin. We come up with excuses, and we're all experts in creating every excuse imaginable, all in an effort to stay where we are. And that place may make us feel miserable, but because it's familiar, we're content to stay there rather than venture into the unknown world of change. That's why, even if you tell yourself you need to change, you stay where you are. I say, enough of that. Life is too short to stay in a life of misery. You might say, yes, Chad, you're right, but where do I begin? If you are, in fact, truly ready to start on the road from stress to success, Congratulations, welcome to the journey. Step one starts with language. Yes, language. Why? Simple. Language is the tool we humans use to communicate. An effective communication not only gets your point across to others, but also to yourself. You may be saying to yourself, Come on, Chad, I write great memos. I speak clearly and distinctly. That may well be true, but is your language as effective as it can be? I bet not. We're all imperfect, and we all have a lot to learn. To prove this point, let's take a trip to one place where the English language resides. The dictionary. According to the Oxford English Dictionary, there are about a quarter of a million words in the English language. About 50,000 of them are words that we don't use anymore. Thy, thou, shalt. Those kind of words. Approximately 10,000 are emotional words. Words that depict our feelings in the most descriptive ways. Guess what? The average person uses about 12 of those words. Yes, 12 words to emphasize or elaborate their emotions. Believe me, I was as guilty of this lack of self-expression as anyone. It reminds me of a Saturday Night Live skit where they mocked George H.W. Bush 
where he said, There are two kinds of words, inside words and outside words. The trick is not to let the inside words get outside. And that's the problem. We behave in appropriate, neutral, and boring ways through dull language. My years of active duty marine service had instilled in me a need to communicate my feelings in terse, simple ways. I was happy. I was sad. I was angry or frustrated. That was about the extent of my dynamic language expression for a very long time. Such black-and-white thinking doesn't translate well in the everyday world where life is experienced in many shades of gray.